Hello, it is Justin here with Fox English Learning. And in this English lesson, we're actually going to test your English level and see how well you do answering these questions uh, to see how good you are with understanding English and also help you improve in the areas that you are weak. So sit back, relax, enjoy this English lesson, and let's have some fun. Welcome, welcome. I hope you guys are having a great day. We had a lot of fun our last English lesson discussing a few phrases. We'll review some of those uh, as we can continue in this lesson. The phrase a rough day and a tough day and things like that. But like I said, in this lesson, we're going to actually have a test. There's going to be five questions I'm going to ask you guys and you get to choose what words go into the answers and things like that. But we're going to help improve your English by having you actually test and see how you do. So I would love if you could message me on Facebook or email or YouTube how you did on this test. Let me know if you did well. Let me know if it was hard or let me know if it was too easy for you. Um, and like I said last time, one of my students recommended if I speak a little slower. So I'm going to do my best to speak slow for you guys, but not so slow to where it's not realistic to how a native speaker would speak. So all my English lessons are 100% free and that's because they're all sponsored. So sit back, relax, enjoy this one minute sponsor and we'll get into this very fun English lesson. Well, thanks so much for listening to that sponsor. So let's review our past English lesson and let's get into this English test. So last lesson, we discussed a few phrases. One was to get a foot in the door. And remember, to get a foot in the door means to get an opportunity at a, uh, a good chance. So let's say that learning English will help you get a job. So learning English helps you get a foot in the door to have the opportunity to get that job. We also discussed a diamond in the rough, and that means something good coming out of a bad situation. Let's say if you had a bad family or grew up in a rough area, but you turn out to be a good person and to do good things, you would be classified as a diamond in the rough. And also we talked about having a rough or a tough day. So one question you could ask someone is, um, how was your day? And they may say, today was a rough day. And that just means today was hard, was not a very good day. So those are three things we discussed in our past lesson. I hope you guys are reviewing and listening to these every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday when the free lessons come out. Um, I will do my best to make sure they get out for you guys um, to help you guys learn English, to have fun and I help you guys in any way I can. So that's our review of last lesson. If you have any questions, please email me, message me on Facebook, and I'll do my best to help you guys. But let's get into this English test. Let's see how you guys do, and let's see what your English level is. So the way these work is, I'm going to read a sentence, and there's gonna be a word I leave out. And I'm going to give you four choices that you can pick on what is the best word to put in the blank. So let's go over the first question and see how you guys do. So here's the first question. I'll read the sentence. And remember, I'm going to let you guys fill in the blank for the best word. So here it is. 
I think that the problem Henry has raised is a major blank for our society today. So the blank is where we have to fill in the word. So I'm going to read that uh, sentence one more time. I think that the problem Henry has raised is a major blank for our society today. One more time to make sure you guys got it. I think that the problem Henry has raised is a major blank for our society today. Is the best word there theme for our society today? Issue for our society today? Point for our society today? Or subject for our society today? I'll read the answer with the word filled in to see what you think. I think that the problem Henley has raised is a major theme for our society today. If you picked theme, that is incorrect. So it's not theme. What if you thought it was? I think that the problem Henry has raised is a major subject for our society today. That would be incorrect also. What if you said, I think that the problem Henry has raised is a major point for our society today. That one does not sound bad, but is actually not the correct word. The correct word would be this. I think that the problem Henry has raised is a major issue for our society today. And the, an issue is like earlier in the question when it says, I think that the problem. So that's what gives you a way that the answer is issue because a problem is an issue. So in this sentence, it would be that I think that the problem Henry has raised is a major issue for our society today. Um, so I hope you guys understand that one, that an issue is ex exactly the same thing as a problem. So that's how you would know what word to put there. Let's move on to number two. Um, it is a great place to live. Uh, let me read that again. I'm so sorry. It is a great place to live apart from the increasing volume of blank that passes under my window every day. I'm going to read that one again for you guys. It is a great place to live apart from the increasing volume of blank that passes under my window every day. So here are the options. You can they are traffic, vehicles, transportation or circulation. So I'm going to read the sentence with them in there. We'll see which one they are. So do you think it is it's a great place to live apart from the increasing volume of traffic that passes under my window every day? Do you think it is it's a great place to live apart from the increasing volume of vehicles that pass under my window every day? Do you think it is it is a great place to live apart from the increasing volume of circulation that passes under my window every day? Or do you think it is it is a great place to live apart from the increasing volume of transportation that passes under my window every day? I'll give you guys a hint. It is not circulation, but we have traffic, vehicles and trans uh, transportation. So they all have to do with the same thing. But the correct word there would not be uh, the increasing volume of transportation. So what we have left next is traffic and vehicles. So this one can be tricky, but traffic has to do with uh, like a holdup of cars. So the correct answer for this one would actually be vehicles. So it's a great place to live apart from the increasing volume of vehicles that pass under my window every day. 
Now, if you were to put traffic right there, it would still be okay. Um, a speaker or someone who speaks English would still be able to understand you, but it's the vehicles passing underneath your windows. But you could put traffic there. So that one's kind of iffy, but as long as you can understand to use either one of those words, you'll sound pretty confident and sound pretty good as an English speaker. Let's get on to question number three. You should read my free book for English learners. It has been blank recommended. So if you guys do not know, I wrote a free book to help people become confident and fluent English speakers. And if you go on my Facebook page, so just search Fox English Learning, the first post, you'll see a free book. So I want to let you guys know that that is a free book I have to help you guys improve your English. But the question was, you should read my free book for English learners. It has been blank recommended. Would it be it has been truly recommended? Would it be it's been highly recommended? Would it be fully recommended or deeply recommended? I'll give you those options one more time. Would you say you should read my free book for English learners? It has been truly recommended. It has been highly recommended. It has been fully recommended or deeply recommended. The answer for this one is highly recommended. Um, so that is the way that you would talk about like movies or books um, or TV shows or anything, even a restaurant. Is it highly recommended? Do people recommend that you read that book, watch that TV show, see that movie, eat at that restaurant, uh, go to that school? That is what it means to be highly recommended. You wouldn't say deeply recommended, truly recommended, or fully recommended. It would be highly recommended. So that is something that a lot of people would recommend or would say, hey, this is a good option. And that's what it means to recommend something is to tell someone, hey, you should try this out. So let's say if you wanted to recommend someone my English lessons, these free ones, you would tell them, hey, listen to these lessons, they're free. That is something that you highly recommend for someone. So hopefully that makes sense and you guys got that. Um, that was my favorite question because it was cool to explain it. But let's move on also to the next question. So did you have any problem blank or home? Or I'm going to read that one more time. Did you have any problem blank our home? So here are the options. Did you have any problem find our home? Did you have any problem to find our home? Did you have any problem finding our home? Or did you have any problem for finding our home? I'll read those options for you guys one more time. Did you have any problem find our home? Did you have any problem to find our home? Did you have any problem finding our home? Or did you have any problem for finding our home? So if you pick the last option, which is for finding, that is not correct. You would not put for before that. Um, that would be an incorrect way to say that sentence. If you put, do you have, did you have any problem find our home? You would need to add something to the end of that word so it's not find. If you were to put, did you have any problem to find our home? That's almost the right answer, but it's not. The correct answer would be, did you have any problem finding our home? And that would be, you need to put that I-N-G on the end of it. That would be the correct way to pronounce that, finding. Did you have any problem finding 
our home or did you have any problem locating our home is how you would word that and I hope what you guys see from this test is that it can be easier doing the test that you can see but when you're speaking to people in English guess what you won't see you won't see the words you'll have to listen to them and be able to understand them that's why I do podcasts because they're more realistic than a video I do videos also they're great and they're gonna help you tremendously but they're not how you're going to interact in real life. You're going to interact in real life in conversation and listening to people and not actually see the words on, on the screen. You're going to have to just listen. So that's why I do these because they're more realistic and they can be harder, but they're going to help you more. So make sure you're listening to these, watching videos, but doing things that are going to set you up for success in learning English and becoming fluent also. So let's get to the last question. Finish this up. And then I'll let you guys know a few more things. So let's look at the last question. Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party. Blank has made Maria very happy. So what is the word we should fill into that blank? Let's see. Would it be Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party? That has made Maria really very happy. Would it be... Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party, which has made Maria very happy. Would it be Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party, who has made Maria very happy? Or would it be Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party, what has made Maria very happy? So I'm going to explain to you guys why some answers would be wrong and why some would be right. Let's say if you were to... If you chose the answer, Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party, what has made Maria very happy? That would be incorrect. That sentence would not make sense to say, what has made Maria happy? That's actually a question. So those two couldn't connect. So it couldn't be what. Let's say if you were to put who in there. So Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party, who has made Maria very happy? Now here's the thing. It wasn't Justin and Caitlin that made Maria very happy. It was what they did. It's the fact that they agreed to come to the party. So you couldn't put who because who was referring to a person who did it, which means what person did it, who did it. So you uh, what made Maria happy here was an action, not a person. So you couldn't say who did it. Let's say if you were to put which. So Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party, which has made Maria very happy. That one almost sounds correct, and if you said that, a speaker would understand you, but that's not the right way. The correct answer would be, Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to our party. That has made Maria very happy. So it's saying that the fact that Justin and Caitlin have agreed to come to the party, the fact that they agreed to do it or said they would do it, that's what made Maria happy. So that's why you would put that, uh, because it's the actions that Justin and Caitlin took that are going to make Maria happy and uh, because they're coming to the party. So how did you guys do? There were five questions. The first question was the one about, let's see, uh, about the problem and issue. The second one was the one about the traffic or the vehicles going underneath the window. The third one was a highly recommended book. So we talked about what it means to highly recommend something. The fourth one was talking about what what's the proper way to say did you have any problem finding our home and the last one was talking about the action that made Maria happy I hope you guys like um, these test kind of lessons 
because that is how you're truly going to see if you're improving in English. So I'm going to teach you guys in lessons on how to become fluent uh, English speakers and how to do it fast and how to have fun doing it. But I have to make sure that I'm testing you guys to see what you really are learning um, because it's one thing to say to listen to lessons, but it's another thing to listen to tests and to do well on those tests and you build up your confidence and you're like, man, I actually can speak English. And guess what? You'll be more apt. And what that means is you'll be more likely to speak to someone. So I wanted to address this issue, which I hear a lot of times with students is I'm so nervous to talk to native speakers. So here's two tips I want to give you about how to overcome your fear of, uh, talking to people in English. One is you got to not care what people think. Who cares if you sound goofy? Who cares if they laugh? Who cares? It's not about them. It's about you becoming a better English speaker. So you don't need to care if people think you sound goofy. You need to improve your English uh, because you want to get a job or get in school. You got to think a little bit about, remind yourself of your motivation. Don't let people... uh, Uh, Don't let people scare you from speaking English. You do it. Uh, You can message me on Facebook with audio messages and I'll message back. I challenge you guys to speak English as much as possible. And that'll do so much more for you. If you listen to English to my lessons and you're speaking with people, you will learn English faster than anybody else. I guarantee that just because you're learning and doing. It's a huge thing. And the, the second tip I have for you is a phrase that's called attack the flinch. So a flinch is when something makes you nervous. So you kind of tighten up, you get nervous and you flinch. So you jump, you get scary. My motto is to attack the flinch. When something makes you nervous, attack it. Don't allow it to make you nervous. Don't allow it to have more time. So let's say an example of that is to say, um, let's say if you see a, a someone speaking English and you something within you tells you, okay, I need to go speak to them. But you're like, oh, I'd be really nervous. The moment you feel that way, go talk to them. Because the longer you sit there, the more that fear is going to take over. That's why you have to attack it before it has uh, more power on you. Don't give it that opportunity. As soon as you get nervous, attack it and talk to them. Don't let, don't be fearful. You may not know the right word. Most likely they'll help you and they'll have a good time and they'll learn as well. So attack those flinches um, and do not care if people laugh. You need to do it for yourself. Who cares what they say? So I hope you guys enjoyed this test. Let me know if you want me to do more. I can do different kinds and things like that. Um, And also be on the lookout. I have a Facebook Live English lesson coming up. Um, So that way you get to interact with me live as your teacher. And if you missed the live lesson, it will be on my Facebook, but also be on my YouTube page. Um, But I just want to let you know that I'm so grateful for all you guys. Um, You guys are the reason I teach English, hearing all your feedback. Um, You guys are truly awesome and you're a part of my life. And I hope that I'm becoming a part of your life and learning English. But I hope you guys have a great day. And guess what? As always, have fun learning English.